You're listening to the Beard and the Beauty Podcast. Well, hello. Hello. We are back, guys. Finally. We made it. We made it. My gosh, I don't know how long it's been forever. So first of all, thank you guys for your patience and thank you for uh, allowing us to take other priorities in place of this. But this is something we definitely missed. Um, It's definitely been, man, it's probably been like two months, I think. I don't know. We've been talking about it. We just didn't get to do it. Yeah, it it just kept falling down the priority list and we've we've had an absolute crazy time uh since we went to ireland which was not quite two months ago no so but uh that's what we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about our excursion in the emerald isle so that's right um so yeah so we went in early october and we went for almost two weeks Mm -hmm. and it was absolutely terrible right terrible yeah worst trip ever so why don't you tell me about <laughs> it you're you're somebody that that you know you've you've been to other countries you've traveled kind of everywhere mm-hmm. like what do you want to talk about about being in ireland um i think it's fun to talk about some of the stops and the the people and my favorite question when i ask uh, somebody if they enjoyed their trip or not is would you go back so are you asking me that yes so i would 100 h- percent go back and that's to me a great destination it doesn't mean you have to go back right away but if somebody's excited and they want to go back yeah so that's like, a good sign but it's it's kind of like a little it's like a little asterisk asterisk for me because it's not like something I'd be like, let's go back next year. Like there's a lot of stuff that we didn't get to do. There's a lot of yes. tu- tourist things that I was like, nah, forget about it. Like or I, chose not to do. Like once you see one <laughs> castle, you've seen them all. Like, it, yeah. you know, like so So for me, like it would probably be another 10 years before I'd go back, to be honest with you. Well, there's other stuff we want to see as well. So it's tough to go back if you're like have a list of places. Yeah. You want to go. I mean, we we basically uh, we definitely got to talk about us like getting trapped in the freaking de- oh yeah deluge of. I rain. think we should just start with immigration. Let's oh start about God. trying to go in so to the country. Um, you know, for for those guys that don't understand or don't, um, maybe this is your first episode. Who knows? But um, you know, this is a trip that we've been planning for years upon years. We've rebooked it. I think four times is the actual number. We had this trip, people who don't know us don't know this. We had this trip booked, you guys, fully, minus airfare in March of 2020. I was literally on the phone with Aer Lingus. um, As COVID broke. As COVID broke. um, And I was chatting with them, and she's like, there's a lot of weird stuff being talked about right now. I remember Like. She, you know, basically I was trying to like wait for a sale because then I was booking our airfare as well because this was all set up to be happening in September of that year. But that's that's a great point. So um, 
you know, our stance, we took a very strong stance when it came to COVID and, and health freedom and everything. But the, the silver lining to this trip was the fact that in the time, you know, three plus years ago when we were supposed to go, we were staying at mostly B and B's. Um, yeah, we've, we've worked really hard to achieve the level of success that we've had in business to travel the way we did taking, yes. taking business class. We upgraded a lot of <coughs> things on this trip and, and we had a king bed every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were able to do things and, and all I'm trying to point out is, you know, we've been successful as, as a married couple in our business, you know, even through the hard times, like we, it allowed us to really take the trip that we wanted, which we like nice yes. hotels. We like nice restaurants. We like, you know, I definitely wasn't going to sleep in a double bed. Yeah. You know, so it we was, really, it was one of those things. Our stops didn't change, but a lot of the places we stayed, you know, each night yeah. are shifted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, so, so we, we hop on. So we started in Boston, Boston. We spent, you know, like a day and a half in Boston and, um, you know, we, we basically just walked around Boston all day and we went to Cheers, which was cool. Jacqueline had never been to Boston. It was super I cool. I was there several years ago. So yeah, like the last time I'd been in Boston, I think I was 17 with my grandfather. I thought it was super cool. Boston was awesome. I loved it. What did you like about it? I really loved the, um, I always think it's really cool to look at the architecture to look at the history like the buildings like that i always think is so neat and we found that one restaurant that was super super upper alley gluten free like and it was delicious it was so good the first i love big cities too for that reason like when you're looking for food it's so easy like you just hop on there's all these different you know things you can search in TripAdvisor or even like gluten-free apps, things like that. And it is, it's just because there's so much around in a big city. It's so nice because you can really find whatever you need. Yeah. But the the people were awesome. The architecture, it was beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. historical city. Um, and it was just other than getting drenched. Yeah. So <laughs> we totally got poured so rain we on. Take, we take a flight. Uh, overnight flight out of Boston. Yep. We leave at like 9 p.m. We're on business class. We have the nice beds that, you know, we laid down. And I told Paul he's ruined because this uh, yeah. is his first time sweet. going overseas. Um, and and I, this is how he traveled. You know, and it's funny. So we did business <laughs> class mainly for the room because we wanted to try and sleep because we basically woke up in Ireland at like 830 is when we landed yep. in the morning. Um, so we wanted to make sure we had that whole time to, to spend there. So, um, we did the overnight. I took a bunch of melatonin. I think I did okay sleeping. Um, Pretty good, but I, I, I didn't get to experience the full business class because, um, one of the things for jet lag I read was like, if you're supposed to be sleeping, don't eat, don't drink yep. because it's going to throw off your, your, uh, circadian rhythm. And I, so I didn't do that, but, um, so we land eight 30, we're pumped. Uh, we've we've traveled like three time zones and we go through immigration and then we meet the Irish Karen. And, you know, like, you know, you go through immigration, you give them your stuff. They ask you some questions. Um, 
and she just she didn't like how we're answering questions we've been traveling so much for business like yes she's like what are you here for and we're like business oh wait no no sorry we're here for travel yeah, like it's fun and it, it spun into this like 20 minute you know just she bitched me out there was something she about was me not liking it, was, it it was resting beard face mm-hmm. um and you know I, I i handed my phone over like she looked at our whole itinerary which was like 73 pages and she just, well, you're changing your answer. I was like, ma'am, you know what? We're tired. Like, we just traveled three time zones. We're excited to be here. Like, we spent a ton ton of money to come to your country and, and tour it and have a great vacation. And, um, like, it finally got to a point where, uh, you know, I, I stayed calm. Like, because we're out, of, we're out of our element. My wife knows me. But, you know, usually I'll I'll give a chance and then I'll, I'll escalate the situation when it needs to be escalated. But... I say call and I just I was like, can you like stop yelling at us, please? Yeah. Like, like it was, it was so fucking rude. And I was just like, can you, can you please just stop yelling at us? And I, I basically looked at her and I think I said like, okay, well you, I've answered all your questions and you've seen our itinerary. And mm-hmm. so you're either going to let us through or you're going to call your supervisor over. Yeah. Like. And then she just begrudgingly yeah. stamped. Stamped. So like you know, it definitely like, really it definitely wasn't the Irish welcome like, hey, welcome to Ireland. Here's Guinness. Like yeah, um, you know, but it it was but everyone else yeah in the country else was fine and and the guys the bearded villains even made a comment. They're like, oh, you found the one. Yeah, the one. So, um, if you guys don't know, I belong to a, a beard club called the Bearded Villains. There's chapters all over the 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 world. There's members all over i happen to be an officer for our local and so anytime we travel i try and and meet up with these guys because it's an international brotherhood of bearded men and um boy we had a fucking blast with those guys yeah. in ireland so so that was our is that our second night in dublin we started yeah. in dublin uh got our bearings that first day which was tough the jet lag was definitely there for me i was struggling Paul learned the art of walking, walking. We walked for hours. Yeah, we probably walked around Dublin for about a eight lot, hours. A yeah. lot. So, um, yeah, Paul learned the art of uh, avoiding jet lag and trying to stay up as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, so, so we walked. It, it was tough. We like, walked a it, lot. My first Guinness was a little like bittersweet because, like, I was. We literally we go to this pub. We sit down. We order Irish breakfast. I order a Guinness. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like he, I, I he thought, had the look. I thought I was going to barf. It didn't look um, good. But but we made it through. I didn't barf the whole time. But so, yeah, the second night, um, we, we meet up with some um, bearded villains from the Irish chapter. And before we met up with them, we were at the Guinness Storehouse. So, Oh, so much fun. We, that we, place yeah. is so cool. Yeah. Like, if you go to Dublin, you have to stop there. Yeah. And here's a, here's a, a tip. Do the connoisseur tour. Yes. Um, they said that they see 7,000 people a day and only 47 people do that tour. And it was private. They go through all the history and the yes. uh, recipes and you get to try different recipes, um, stuff that you normally wouldn't try on the normal tour, but you have to do the connoisseur tour. Yeah. It's like an extra 20 bucks or something like that. It's totally worth it. Well, what I like too is it's quiet and much more intimate. Yep. Like, not that the storehouse itself isn't cool, but, like, there's lines for everything. It was yeah. so busy. So, like, that part was so nice because we really got it 
like served to us in a small group, which yeah. was really nice. So we basically, um, we have about four Guinnesses while we're there um, over a course of a couple hours. Yep. We go and meet my Irish brothers, uh, and um, I'm just going to say I have 10 more Guinnesses maybe. And, I uh, tapped out. Yes. I um, could not keep up with the Irish. And I was pretty happy, like... <laughs> I was, I was, you know, one of the Irish guys like, yeah, you definitely got some Irish blood in there because you can drink. And so I hadn't drank like that in forever. And so, yeah. Um, but then the next morning I was, I was hanging pretty hard. We, we, had were, to, we were moving slow. Yeah. And so then we had to pick up our rental car. So yeah, Dragon's <laughs> like, oh, we got to pick up our car at 8 a.m. I was thinking we could stay in bed. I can sleep <laughs> this off. We hop in a taxi. I'm like, oh God, I don't want to barf in a taxi. So. <laughs> First two mornings in Ireland, like, I'm ready to freaking hurl. I never did, though. Um, you did good. So, but, yeah, we got our car. We started touring the country. Um, Driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. I began. Yeah, Jacqueline was a, a champ at that. <laughs> and it's it, it was actually, it worked out really well because I'm really good at giving directions. Yes. And, um, and I'm just brave. I'm like, let's do it. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> we we do not do that here in the states because you are terrible at giving directions. I'm awful. So, yes. Yes. Um, so it worked out really well. I wasn't afraid to drive. I drove. We'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, but yeah, like we just we just toured at our at our own pace. We we basically did two nights in almost every place we stopped. Yep. And um, we drove across to Galway next. Yep. So from Dublin to Galway. Just that once we're in the car and stuff <clears throat> is great because we could just go at our own pace, you know, um, driving with the crazy Irish people on the road. Yeah. That was a little intimidating, but you kind of just I get used it was that to it. Bad. It gets bad on the side roads. Like the, side roads, the motorways yeah. were fine. Yeah. The side roads were a shit show. So like what, like overall though, like for the trip, like what was your favorite? Dingle. Dingle Peninsula. Dingle and the Pax House. One hundred percent. So that was your favorite <laughs> like town. What about like I don't know, activity? Like thing that we did? Yeah. Like I what, mean, what, I what think what's your highlight of being there? I thought the Guinness storehouse was really cool. We also had fantastic weather that day. So not just that day, we had it almost the almost the whole trip till the end. But like up in the storehouse at the very top in the the gravity bar. The gravity bar. You we got this huge panoramic. We were right on the glass. It was sunny. You got to see the whole city. I just thought that that was really cool. Um and just a really fun experience and we did the extra special tour. So like all those things were fun. I think um, my most favorite unexpected thing that we didn't really plan was um, in Galway doing the the Galway drink place. What was that thing called? The Galway Dessori? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. So we got introduced to their gin there. Yep. And we didn't really, we were kind of just looking for something to do that day. We didn't have um, the seaweed baths pan out that day yeah, that yeah. we had planned, which sometimes happens because it's just too far of a drive. 
Yeah, it said it. So we we pre booked these seaweed bass. It said it was like in Galway. Um, yeah, like nearby. We, it yeah. was not I nearby. Yeah, it was like it was gonna be like a three hour <laughs> round trip to hop on a seaweed bass. So we kind of just ate that. But yeah. But we just walked around Galway and and hit up a fun. distillery and hit up a it was like a micro gin distillery. Yeah. Uh, they were so new they hadn't produced any whiskey yet, and so yeah. they used a lot of um, berries and and herbs to flavor their gin, and and it became a habit for my wife. So yes, um, that's what I brought home. Yeah, a love of gin. Yes, but it was just it was so cool. Like they walked us through the whole process. They they are this distillery. They're like uh, um, I am, and we are in our wellness business. You know, they're all yep. about you know, producing it themselves, doing the local grown things like farm to table and and, and doing it based on harvest yes. and when you're Seasons. supposed to harvest it. Yeah. It was just as really cool because like they spoke our language and so they're we, all about quality, which was yeah. It was amazing. And that's the thing is like we don't travel like most people travel. Like we we always we always end up finding these these places where you know, it's, it's, it's really up our alley where it's like, yeah, you know, and that was the one thing too, like even going through the Boston airport and even the Dublin airport, like you go through Denver and everything is fucking commercial food, dog crap, you know, um, even the non-commercialized are still commercialized. And then, you know, you go to the Boston airport, it's not like that. You're not seeing the typical chilies or whatever you're seeing like good quality places that have food that you can get food and not feel sick. And so um, we even took that and carried it over to Ireland. We ate at some fantastic restaurants. Um, That was, I think my favorite restaurant was there. Yeah. In Galway. In Galway. That dinner we had there was, I think probably the best the entire time. It was was fantastic. Best Irish coffee. McSwiggins, right? Yes. The best Irish coffee as the nightcap for the evening and the food and the service. I mean, everything about that was just, it was a great experience. Yeah. So, So. and I think too, so, um, for me though, the food did get tough towards the end. Um, you know, we have, we have patients that they go out there and they're like, Oh, the food didn't bother me. And, and, and I was thinking about it. I was like, well, it didn't bother them because they, they still probably, even though the patients are doing fantastic on their health journey, they still haven't probably been living that way for such a long time like we are. Yeah. And so their pro- their body's probably not as I don't know if sensitive is the right word, but but I know after about five days I was like, Ugh, you know, kind of not not feeling bad, but you know, definitely you know feeling the the food and, and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I will say though, it's easy <coughs> to eat clean though by the menus so the european union has a uniform system of labeling food allergies yep they're numbered it's the same number for the entire the entire european union oh really yeah and it's like one to ten or whatever and they put that in the menu or if they don't have it you could ask for it so you can know exactly what you're eating. Now, it doesn't mean necessarily everybody will have the best choices, but you're going to know what's in your food. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i going to be honest, guys. I had a Guinness yeah. multiple times We had a lot day. of Guinness. So, a lot of Guinness. Um, and it, and it, the rumor is true. It tastes different out there. It was um, so good. I asked if we get a different recipe here, and the answer is no. 
um, you know, Guinness said something crazy, like they change out a keg like every five minutes or some some crazy thing like that. Yeah. But they clean the lines every day. Yeah, they're very um, anal and pristine about yeah. the process of just, you know, putting the beer through the taps. I mean, nobody does that. Yeah, and we we experienced, and that's what they said. They're like, if you walk into a restaurant and you don't see Guinnesses all over, don't have them there. Mm-hmm. Because that means the Guinness is bad. That means they don't take care of the lines. It means it sits there for a while. And we ran into one restaurant where yep, in Galway, we could tell. I was like, oof. You could tell the difference. This is not good. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. I mean, Order it, the gin then. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was just fantastic. I know that, you know, that was something that I don't think you and I have really ever done was spend 14 days together. No. Nobody else just... You know, you and I, no kids. Yeah. You know. The the closest thing we've done to that was probably our honeymoon. That was seven days. Yeah. So. So totally different, like way longer. So, yeah. So I think um, I absolutely enjoyed that. I loved it. Um, I'd like to do it again. You know, it's, it's, it's the, it's the connection piece. Like yeah. that's, you know, it's the experiences. It's not the stuff. Although that stuff is fine and dandy and it, and it comes into play, but it's yeah, it's the experience of of just you know being able to be present with your spouse and be able to do something like that. We've built this life where even today, you know, it's it's eight thirty at night. It's Sunday. We've been going nonstop. We had Thanksgiving. We had Odin's birthday. We have all the business stuff, all the coaching stuff, all these things in play. It's like. That is what we've worked so hard to be able to do mm-hmm. for so many years, mm-hmm. so many things to go, yeah, we're going to go take two weeks together, husband yep. and wife, because if you don't do it, guys, it's never going to happen. Well, and, it, and we got to experience traveling together in a new and different way, like creating those memories and and just uninterrupted time yeah like uninterrupted which is such a gift and i think i think the thing too is like you know maybe some people are like i would not want to do that with my spouse but i'd have you consider (laughs) why yeah like that may be exactly what you need because not only were we spending time together each of these places we also spent time in the car now it may sound like we drove all over the place we did we did a lot of driving. But we, we never drove more than two and a half hours. And I think total over 12 days in Ireland, we drove for 13 hours. So a little bit over an hour on average per day. Mm-hmm. And so that worked out super, super well. And so, but in the, but that that's the thing, like in that process, like we're, like I don't even think we argued the whole time, right? Like. We don't normally. I know. Normally but, but we I'm just But I'm just saying, have, like I don't think we had yeah. like you know, a time where we're upset at each other or anything like. No, the only thing that was tense and it wasn't either of <coughs> us was when the roads were flooding. Yeah. And that was stressful. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But, um, <laughs> but so that, but, that but, yeah. didn't have to do with so, us. So, but, you know, we had this time in the car. Um, This was my real experience outside the country. Like, I really mm-hmm. don't consider Mexico or even the Dominican. Like, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, I know it's out of the country, but first time in Europe for me. Um, mm-hmm. and what it really lit for me was like, yeah, I want to go back to Europe, but I want to do 
a different place. I want mm-hmm. to experience that in a different place, like Italy or whatever. But and there's so much to see too. Right. So it's like even for me, I would love to go back, but I would, I have other places I want to go so, see too. But but I think I think this is this is a good a good point to where, like you know, your family is very European. Like yeah. your grandparents, I'm second generation. Were, yeah, your grandparents were not born here. Mm-mm. And was your mom born here? Yeah. Okay. But, but they dual, okay yeah they yeah. yeah. But your grandparents weren't born here. They fled here, or they fled the Nazis. They ended up in Colorado, really, really glossing over they a lot of stuff. Immigrated legally. Yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> World War Two. <laughs> um, but uh, but you're you know you're very European. My my family's not like we're several generations removed. Yeah. Um, but we talked about this like how. You know, your your grandparents, one's born in Austria, Romania. The borders okay. changed. So yeah. Romania. I, probably Austria, and maybe. Then, and then your grandmother's born in, in France. And you were telling me about how they traveled everywhere yes. in Europe. They would go back and they'd be gone Across for months. Across the world. You heard the stories from them. Yeah. I mean, globally. they They went everywhere. I don't know that there's... Other than like Antarctica, I don't really think there's anywhere they didn't see on like major stops on continents. But I mean, talk about that though. Like I we're coming from two different backgrounds, you know, highly Americanized. I don't know that my, my grandparents ever left this country. Um, I don't think my, my parents have. But we're like, you know, there's two different Oh, well, that was a big dichotomy. Like when we were getting married, I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Like I had studied abroad. You were with me while I studied abroad. I had hoped just the timing and the expensiveness didn't work for you to come out, you know, while I was in Italy. Oh, that's when I was making like $1,600 yeah. a month. Yeah. yeah. So, you um, know, but it's just, but I was like pumped. I was like, we're going to travel. I was like, I'm so excited. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> But it, it but was I think just that's, it's something a, foreign to you, like yeah. you just hadn't done it. But it's a good point because, like, you got to watch your grand, you know, hey, where's grandma and grandpa? Well, they've been gone for a month in Vietnam or something, you know, like yeah, like there, there's all those things, and I, I think that's where, that's kind of where I am at now. Is um, although I absolutely loved being with you for two weeks straight, it, you know, it was hard being away from the boys, and it was and super I, hard. And I did tell you, it's like this is fun. There's nothing bad about this, but I don't ever want to be away from my kids that long again. Um, but what I want to do is I want them to travel with us. And yep. not that we won't do our own thing, you we'll know, as, along as husband too. and wife. But, but we've talked about this for a long time. Like we want to gift our kids experiences yeah. and memories and not just more stuff. Yeah. And see, but that's what I'm saying. That's your point because you were talking about like, you know, I really wish I could have spent more time with my grandparents. I wish I could have, you know, went back to France with my grandmother, stuff like that. So why don't you talk about that? Yeah. I mean, for me, like having grandparents that were not from this country, like we loved hearing their stories, listening to where they grew up, like Obviously, they went back. They were trilingual, so they spoke French, German, and English. Um, and they spoke Spanish too. Spa- so they yeah, more I was gonna say they, they. Well, yeah, like well, I will say <coughs> definitely they picked up 
stuff pretty easy. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and you know, it just it frustrated me a little bit though because like they would never bring us with them hmm. or invite us to be going like as a large family, like with my mom and my aunt. And like they had, my mom and aunt had definitely traveled some with them at different points or like they each did. Actually, I don't know if my aunt did. My mom studied abroad. I don't know if my aunt did, hmm. you know, and definitely my, um, I called her my Nana, but my grandma and grandpa went out and traveled with my mom while she was studying abroad. So it's like they, they got to experience that. And somehow as grandkids, like we just didn't. And it was just kind of sad because it's like that next generation uh, didn't get past some of those things or get to have those experiences or to be taken through, you know, like my family have always traveled, but not in that close knit, you know, almost like passing of the baton down to the next generation. It just makes me a little sad because it's like, I don't have to ask. I don't know some of those things. And I think, but I think going back to some of the conversations we had, it was all about like, okay, you have that experience. I have mine of never leaving this country. Yeah. You know, now our sons are going to have a different experience because now we, you know, we've, we've come to a place in life of, you know, we're still under 40, but you know, we've come to a place in life where we're successful in business. We're successful together and, and, and now we can you know, take our prosperity and, and put it into our legacy and go, okay, like, yeah, Odin and Declan, you guys went to Italy when you're freaking 10, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And that, and that's the thing where, um, you know, I don't know that any younger than that, they'd really enjoy it. Like, I mean, Ireland would have been super tough. There were several, several, several families with young kids we saw out there mm-hmm. that were not, not from there. Um, but, but the other thing too was, um, and I, you know, I had this conversation with my mom. I was like, you guys need to like go. Yeah. <laughs> Get out it of here. It makes you realize like, which I love, like you, you can speak to it more because. Yeah. Like, cause, cause do you understand thing. now? It's, like, yeah. do you understand? Like, it's so important, I think, to travel. Yeah. And to have that experience. Well, and the only time I was nervous was with the fucking immigration agent. I was like, <laughs> are they going to do a cavity search? Like, what is going on? You know, because she's like, supplements? You know, because I, I think that's what was it. We're yeah. Like, oh, we're going to go, like go meet one of our doctors and pick up supplements. Well, are you going to bring them back? No. No. You know, like, they're just for us. But anyway, I think that was the only time I was nervous. But but that's the thing is like, you know, I remember. So we did the Cliffs of Moore and... um you know, we went in a low travel season, but I thought it was pretty busy. And it was pretty busy with old people. Yep. <laughs> like really old people. Yep. So, you know, you, you know, and it, it sucks that we have that memory, but we're at the Close of Moore and we're glad they're there. Yes, 100%. Traveling. 100%. At least they're going. But the but the thing is like you know, there's there's at least two or three couples where, you know, we 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 do the work to stay healthy. We do the work to stay fit. Um, we do the work to defy all the the norms of America, being overweight and eating like shit. So we we hiked for 
the scene probably a couple miles on the cliffs and more. Oh yeah, we did that for and, a while. And, and the reason why I was like pushing my parents, like you guys need to go leave this country, go experience stuff, is so that they can still do that while they're still active. Because even though these older people were talking like 75, 80s, maybe even older, you know, they were struggling. And it's like yes, it was a short tour for them. Yeah, for places like that because they weren't going to do the stairs. Yep. I mean, and we're talking big hills up and yep. down and pretty rocky terrain. So if you don't have good footing, like you're not going to go very far. Yeah. And so we, you know, we'd, we'd hiked, you know, maybe an hour this way and we'd come back and, you know, they're just not there very long. And it's, and it's, to me, it's, it's like, cool, they're here, which is awesome. Yes. But it's also sad too, because they're really not going to get the full experience. Yeah. There's you know certain I mean? things like, they're just going to take a picture of. They're not yeah. going to go walk it. Yeah. So, so that's where it's like, you know, take the fucking trip do you know i'm not saying to go in debt but it's like figure it out like yeah if it's you know you gotta go thrift store shopping and like sell stuff like do what you need to do to make it happen today like on marketplace figure it out you don't know if you're gonna be here tomorrow yeah you know and so um so but yeah that's you know and you know like i say old people i'm not trying to be mean but like there was we were in Dingle, which oh. was Jacqueline's favorite place. That dinner could have been awesome. It could have been awesome. We had, you know, there's there's the several several situations where, you know, we sit down and these are small places in the pub, so it's not like these massive restaurants here in America, but you know, you're literally like I, I could have probably went and, and touched the dude's head. It's like and, it's like big city style, like and, where you're very tight. Yeah, and we got to hear all about how, you know, Bob dated Betsy in high school and his mother didn't like her and blah 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 blah. And, and then we start hearing about their kids. <clears throat> and and you know, it's just like people and they were American and I'm just like, you know, I do my best to not hinder somebody else's experience. Yes. And, you know, there's a point where I'm like, I want to be like, could you just shut the fuck up? Nobody wants to hear about your old girlfriend 50 years ago, bro. Like, it's just. Or like, bring it down 40 yeah, notches like, so the rest of us can have conversations and, around and, and you. And that was the thing. Like, we basically didn't have a conversation that night because no. we fucking couldn't. We just ate and drank and left. And left. So, um, but yeah, like Dingle. The Pax House is absolutely fantastic. Was that your favorite? What was your favorite place that we went to? Yeah, I mean, as far as towns, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Dingle was absolutely beautiful. Uh, the Pax House, I mean, that breakfast, I. Yep. You know, um, and our weather, like again, yeah. we got blessed with such good weather there, so that made it. That much, yeah. Just more spectacular. Like everybody in Galway, you know, Galway is a lot like Seattle, where it's gray all the time. And um, we have a doctor over there, Doctor Page. We got to hang out with her and her husband, which was absolutely fantastic. So much fun. Um, they showed us all the cool bars and and the music, and and it was so it was, much music there. That was cool too. Yeah, and so, um, but we we had sun there, and so like we're and it probably never got above sixty five, but. You know, we were expecting rain, like we had all this rain gear and and literally for 10 days it was fine, mm-hmm. completely fine. And then and then <laughs> so it poured. Um, Jacqueline found this place called the Bally Malo House. Um, it's a farm farm to table and it's a, a B&B and 
and cooking school, cooking school, and um, they have hundreds of acres of animals. Yep. So we stayed there so one cool. night, and um, so we're so we were in Cork the night before, and it started raining in Cork, and so we left Cork the next morning. It was still raining, and we drive to Ballymaloe, and um, it it proceeds to rain the whole time we're there, but we didn't really care. Um, we, we weren't there to go tour around the area. We were there for the, you know, the cooking and the farm and all that stuff. And so, <clears throat> so we're there, you know, we do their, their five course meal, which was great. Had some wine hung out. Um, and we get up the next morning, it's still raining. And mm-hmm. we had, this is really towards the last leg of our trip. And I think we were going to do something, but I was like, no, nah, we need to get out of here. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, I'll, I'll drive. So I started driving and these are all back roads, you know, two lane. And here's the thing. There are no gutters in Ireland, at least anywhere, at least (laughs) in, in that area. And so before we left, when we checked out that lady's like, if you need to come back, just come back. Cause she said she'd never seen it like that Yeah, or rain that much. Right. She said, it's never rained like this for this long, ever. And I've lived I'm here like, my whole life. Oh, comforting. So, so, um, so <laughs> I'm I was like, not driving. I was like, I'll drive. I was like, I, I feel comfortable enough to, to drive in the rain. And so, you know, as we're going out, um, all the roads have water coming across them. And they're all, you know, red because of the dirt. You know, we're in this farm area. And um, it really wasn't sketchy until we hit that one. So we hit this one. And we come around the corner and the ass into this car is sticking up in the air. She's totally floating in the water. And at the same time, we see a, a, a Land Rover drive through and the water's up to his bumper. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, oh, thank God. Because had that lady not been there, I would have drove through that and that would have been us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so the dude in the Land Rover pulls up, he's like, where are you guys headed? I'm like, uh, we're going up to Kilkenny. And he's like, you got a plan B? And I'm like, nope. So I literally reverse it for a mile. We reroute and we like, you know, go the, uh, the opposite way. And there was really only like one area that was super sketch. Um, but we made yeah. it through. And we're talking the roads covered, covered, in like water. covered in water. You can't really tell how deep the water is just gushing out from the hills yeah. because it's coming off the farm land. Yep. I mean, it was, it was sketchy. It was sketch, but we, we made it out alive. Um, we didn't submerge a car. We didn't break the rental car. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was. And then we saw pictures. Oh yeah. So then, so then we left Cork and the entire city of Cork was flooded. It was like a lake. All the roads and everything were completely flooded. Yeah. They had stuff the next, shut shut down. So the day we were in Ballymaloe is when Cork flooded. So we we beat that. Yep. And we didn't know we beat it till the we next saw day. photos, yeah. Yeah. So And then after where we were, we saw them shutting down more roads. Like highways, all this other stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that'll we're be that'll make be it a story out of here. To, to tell the grandkids so um and i you know i could have been honest i could i could have left it like day 10 because those last three days it was raining so much you really couldn't see anything and well it was such a bummer to me because i had so looked forward to this farmhouse 
a state where like we could have gone out and seen all the animals yeah. and like we couldn't do any of that. Like yeah. there was no chance we were walking the grounds and apparently like that's a really cool thing to do there. We couldn't do any of that. Well, but the the other really cool thing is for 16 years we've had a St. Patrick's Day party that we host. We make this big Irish meal which <clears throat> I'll tell you guys the truth about that in a minute, but we we bought this cookbook years ago. I mean, probably 10 plus years ago. So long ago. And so she goes, you know, we're at this this um um farm to table, the Ballymolo house and there's a cooking school attached to it and she goes, she's like, I want to go get one of this lady's cookbooks. She gets it. She brings it back. And I'm like, I think this is the same cookbook we have at home. Not the exact same, but it's but written by the same lady, yeah. the author. Same author. And as sure as shit it was. And I didn't know that when I booked it. And so, um, you know, but, you know, for these our St. Patrick's Day thing, like we always cook corned beef and cabbage. Mm-hmm. And I did not see that on one fucking menu. Nope. Whatsoever. Anywhere we went. Anywhere we went was not there. Nope. Which is bonkers to me. So, like, either they've become more Americanized and, and gotten more towards that, but... Or, like, or we just didn't find it, but I, I feel how like... How could we not have? I feel like we went enough places. How could we not have? So I don't know. I'm still going to cook ours, though. Yeah. But uh, the, the the beef Guinness stew was fantastic. Oh, Yeah. You ate Shepherd's fish and pie. chips. Like, I ate oh, mad so, woman. It was disgusting. So much fish, too. So, because it's so fresh. Yeah. I, I won't do it. I tried oysters and dingle. Yeah. That was really good. Well, and the thing, I, I think Dublin's really cool, too. I thought Dublin was great. It, because, you know, we went, um, it's a little bit outside of Dublin, but we went to Conor McGregor's restaurant, and that was fantastic. Yes. Fantastic food. The food was amazing. Fantastic. And it was about 20 minutes outside the city, but, um, and I got mistaken to be that guy. Um, Everybody was asking. <laughs> yeah. So we walk in and, and it's lunchtime. So there's hardly anybody there, but we walk in and, you know, there's this waitress and, and the cook there, you know, like, she's like, it's fucking him. And he's like, it's not fucking him. No, it, that's him. It's him. And Jack's like, they're talking about you. I'm like, what? Yeah. And I heard him saying it, but they thought I was the the beard meets eats food guy or something like that. That's a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. He's a massive YouTuber, and I, I guess we kind of look like each you other. You look similar. Yeah. So if you're just glancing. Yeah. So that so they took a picture with me, <laughs> but that was the only time it happened. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the Black Forge was was amazing, and so Denver or Dublin was really really interesting, and I think we we definitely cruised through a lot of it. So you definitely could spend, you know, three days there for yeah. sure. Yeah. What was your favorite thing that we did? I think, your it, was, favorite I think experience. it was the storehouse. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't really remember. Yeah, those last house. few days and Kilkenny has all this cool medieval castle and wall. Yeah. And, and just the rain again. We just. It was tough because, like, we couldn't get out and do some of those things those last couple of days. Well, we we didn't really do we didn't do the touristy stuff. We didn't do the Blarney Stone. No, and skip stuff. that. But the other thing too that is a part of the Dingle Peninsula is the Slayhead Drive. That was beautiful. Yes, that was awesome. We did. Uh, it's a smaller drive, which is why we did it. Then the Ring of Kerry, less crowded. Um, 
the the views were amazing. Super cool. Amazing. And we stopped on the beach where they filmed the newer Star Wars. Yep. Um, went all the way down, hiked down to the water, um, got out onto the, the ocean area. It was cool. It was yeah. really cool. That whole that whole drive, like the weather was great. Um and it was really neat. And and you want me to say it? Yeah, I asked you first. Oh, okay. And or did you forget? No. We stopped um on the the Dunquin Pier. Um, this was something I'd just seen in photos. It was so cool. Yeah. I, in person. It was cool. It was super cool. So it's this really like squiggly back and forth pier all the way down to the water. Um, and then we we renewed our our vows there. Well, I mean, Slash re- renewed, we, not technically. Like I we mean, just, we didn't do like a full ceremony. Yeah, we just, so we, in 2020, we had planned to do yes. like a vow renewal. We'd been married 10 or nine years at the time. You know, she was going to get a dress. I was going to do a kilt and a, a kilt tuxedo. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were going to go to a church and we hired a photographer. Like when we yeah. said we had a plan, we had it all planned. And so this time we, we didn't even really talk about it. And, Mm-mm. but, but we had bought, um, a, a Celtic knot, um, for a hand tying or knot ceremony, um, that they used to do back in the old times. And it, it matched the, the kilt that I was going to have and the fly plaid and all that stuff. And so I had swiped it, um, thinking I was sly to take it with us. I saw that it was packed, so I knew <coughs> it was coming. So, um, <laughs> but we, we pulled it out and, and we just, we just sat there on the, the Irish ground and we, you know, tied our hands together. And I mean, we didn't, did we really say vowels? I don't, I don't really we think didn't we really. did. We just, we had a moment. It was nice. It was quiet. We took photos. Yep. Like, I mean, we just, it wasn't like a big thing. Yeah. But it was great. Yeah. So like, you know, like I really just felt like it just, the whole trip was about the two of us connecting. Yep. yep. And that was just kind of the cherry on top, so to yeah. speak to me. Yeah. So, well, I, I mean, I think we've, we've covered quite a bit. Um, do you have any parting words or? I would like to hear from you what you think about traveling now. Because that was like a big experience for you. Business class all the way. (laughs) And I didn't even get to experience business class on the way back. Because I ended up deciding to fast. Because whenever I am in excess in my diet or having alcohol, I fast. Mm-hmm. to help my body process it because I have a methylation problem or hiccup or whatever you want to call it. So I decided to fast. So again, we hop in business class and dude's like, here's champagne. I'm like, no, thank you. And then they come to give me my meal. I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> and then like halfway in the flight, he's like, are you really not going to eat anything? Or, or Yeah, they were I'm concerned like, about like, him. No, I'm good. So <laughs> so I got the the space for business class. Everything else I did not. So. But I think I think the yeah like I want to travel. We got the Bahamas coming up for us. We got Hawaii coming up. Um, I'd like to make it to Europe. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but I really want definitely to definitely go back to Sonoma. Obviously, that's stateside, but and so is Hawaii. But uh, but yeah, I want to 
I want to build a life that we can do more of that when we want to. And mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the only thing I would part here with is like I said earlier, take the fucking vacation, like stop waiting for everything to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And yeah. and the only time it is perfect is when you do take the vacation. Like there every day you and I are presented with things that could stop us and hinder us um, personally as individuals, as of, as a family, as business owners. And, and I, I want to say like, we really deserve a gold medal for, for continuing to go because we're, we're always bombarded with shit to do. And always. it's always, and it's like, you know, hold your boundaries as a family, hold your, your boundaries as, as a, as a married couple and, and do the things that are meaningful to you not meaningful to your parents, not meaningful to your boss. Like, you know, we've lived both sides where, you know, yeah. oh, please, boss, can I have time off? And, yeah, you have to follow those things if you have a job. But, you know, it's like time but is – plan. Ti- like, be, is, be yeah, strategic then. Exactly. Like, guys, we're we're 36 days away from 2024. Yeah. 36 days. And I will tell you this. Most people completely lose themselves in this time. We yep. just had Thanksgiving. We have Christmas coming up. You have four Christmas sweater parties coming. Yeah. You have New Year's Eve. And then we get to January 2nd and you go, fuck, what am I doing? I feel like shit. I've overeaten. I overdrank. I overspent. I'm sick or whatever it is. And then you decide to make a decision. You need to make the decision now. The time is now not 36 days from now because if you want to set yourself to succeed you need to figure out what you didn't accomplish this year and also put that with what you did and then set set the targets for next year well like you already heard we're already booking trips into next uh, year yeah so so because we want that for our kids for us like and we know if we don't book it it will not happen and and that's the thing is like None of this is easy. No. Like it holding your boundaries is not easy. Um, telling your family you're not going to Thanksgiving because you're gonna see him on Saturday or whatever it is, that's not easy. You're gonna have everybody in your ear and and you have to be true with what it is you and your family want to do. And like it, it's not gonna be easy. It wasn't easy for us to leave our business for two weeks. And we still no, worked. It was painful, you know, actually. Dr. J's still looking at labs for her, her high-ticket um, uh, patients that are having some serious health problems. Like, she's still working. I'm still working. I'm still checking in with the staff to make sure stuff is going okay. Like, that stuff never stops. But what's on the other side of all that is we were able to spend time two weeks together, just us in Ireland, in Boston, and we're we're now continuing to roll our legacy forward to give ourselves as a married couple and individuals and and then our kids mm-hmm. the experiences of a lifetime yeah because if you don't focus on that you're gonna lose it and well, you know yeah you, you hear it and you see it all the time bill gates was worth 7 billion dollars when he died 
And there's some quote out there of some cool fucking thing he said, but he's like, you can't take any of it with you. You can't have someone carry around cancer for you or whatever it is. Like, you need to focus on this stuff. Like, you need to focus on this connection as husband and wife. If you're not doing this, at least on a weekly basis, without the kids, that's problem number one. Add that to 2024 targets. Like, all of that stuff. Like well, it's just, I just... I. To me, too, this is, like, the time of year for excuses. Yeah. Like, we already starting to hear stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like, my response is, well, it's a choice. Yeah. It's a choice. Like, we are choosing this for ourselves, for our family, like, and and now that we've done, like, this huge trip together, it's like, oh, like, it's, it's fantastic. And, and now we have something even fun to build off for future trips yeah and you know and that's the thing is like people are gonna get upset you know like one of our things for 2024 is our our family unit isn't gonna be guilted and shamed into doing stuff that people around us want us to do you know like if it doesn't if, if it's not something we we want to do or if it's not something that adds value or is is going to fit with our boundaries or our family's legacy we're not going to do it yeah and it's going to ruffle feathers and it's going to make people mad but it this is our life you know and it's our kids life and so we take all that into account in the decisions we make and we're just going to buckle that down harder in 2024 yeah so well it's about the core memories like to me it's like you're if what if what are you doing if you're not building those yeah like that's why you work so hard that's why you you know you know do the things that allow you to have those experiences right because that stuff is super special yeah and i and i'm not saying it's it's not important for for you to be with extended family i'm just saying like there's so much stuff that comes along that is just you know just not like Okay, you remember the the do you remember your 15th Christmas? Like I don't, you know. Like or do you remember, you know, like going to four places on Christmas? Like that was the big thing with our family. It's like we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. Like our kids only have time to play with their toys, so we've made that decision as a family. And so you guys have to do that for yourselves. But I mean, yeah. That's a long way to say all that, but just well, you know, as a couple, as a family, like, yeah. what are those things? So. What are those things? But as always, guys, thank you again. We hope to be putting out more and more podcasts um, several times a month. And um, we'll just see you next time. All right. See ya.